Good morning, good morning, good morning. A chat with Uber. Wanted to touch base, put out some new content, uh, have some discussion around some, some things going on in the news um, as of late, um, and also uh, put out a lighthearted story um, before I uh, 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 do the whole uh, expose episode of Shama and Batman. Um, and, and of course, that one probably should have been first. But there's just been so much going on in, in the in the media and the news uh, around the world, uh, near, far, things like that here in the states. I just want to talk about that for a second. Um, you know, I I, I I did a podcast recently. I was I was uh, at a at a stoplight that ended ended in a shooting um, that where, where five people had, had perished, and uh, I was right there, right like I said, I was right there. Uh, I, I could have very easily been one of the people that were uh, shot uh, either randomly or on purpose. Uh, I, I still don't know all the details about it, uh, but we were right there. And then we have uh, these other shootings, you know, the nightclub shooting uh, here recently. Um, and then we have the Walmart shooting um, as well. <clears throat> now, yeah, you know, bad things usually happen in threes, and I hope they don't. And and we all can pray that something like that doesn't happen again. And maybe this is the last time. And, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe the Walmart thing is the last, the last shooting that'll ever happen. And we'll catch these guys before. Um, you know, we'll know about them before. We'll 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 so we'll do something before. Um, maybe we'll, we'll have to go to the future and find these people or something uh, because it's it's just out of control. You know, everyone's. Everyone's public safety at large is at risk at all times uh, in 2023, 2022, um, and and we've got to, we've got to put a stop to it. We've got to put an end to it um, somehow. Uh, we've got to figure out some way to, to communicate better. Uh, somebody ends up on a list. That list needs to be verified, and that list needs to be executed upon. You know, I, you, you can't have somebody on a list, and then two months later have them execute exactly. What they thought they were going to do, you know, in a mass shooting, when all the signs were there, all the signs were there, you know, radical gun owner, uh, big gun owner, you know, and where there's a big gun, there's always a little gun for backup. Okay, I guarantee it. There's always a pistol lurking in the waistband, um, and they save that for themselves, typically, or if they run out of ammo, which they usually don't. <clears throat> if you follow the, the, the shootings and the school shootings and Sandy Hooks and all these different things, out of control, out of control. And uh, my my best friend, um, actually, uh, ironically, he goes by Robin. So we're both we're Batman and Robin. Robin is at work. Uh, I won't say the name of the hotel, but he's at a hotel. And he's up getting held up. Gunpoint. Gunpoint. Held up. You know, working. For what? A couple bucks? You know, maybe no bucks at all? A, a watch or something? A cell phone? You know, you, you put your life in line going to work. That's got to stop. That's got to stop. You know, these guys need to know that, you know... Uh, when, we're, when, when, when we arrive on scene, we're not there to talk to you. We, we need to have the snipers ready, and it's one and done. We need to have let these guys know that there is no walking away 
from the scene anymore. There is no going to jail. There is no, there is no more uh, explain yourself. We don't care. We do not care. It's over. You're done. We can't reverse the carnage that you just created, so you're done too. Have a good night. One to the head. That's my stance. That's not the stance of anybody else. It's my personal stance. And I'll stick by it 100%. If I have to be the one there where my hat turned backwards and my, and my scope in my hand, popping these guys off one by one, I'll do it. Because it's, it's embarrassing to, the, to, to society that we, even, that we even have these individuals lurking amongst us and nobody knows. Where are the parents at? Where are the friends at? Where are the best friends at? Where are the people that these people are talking to? They have an audience. There's an audience. Because if there was no audience, there would be no shooting. They're talking to somebody. They're emailing somebody. When FBI gets those computers, they find out everything, don't they? Oh, well, apparently two years ago, he was... Exactly. Exactly. Picked up by local authorities. Picked up by local authorities. Arrested, arrested. <laughs> Mob action, this, that, or the other. Marching on the Capitol. <laughs> let's, let's start there. Right? Inciting crowds. It doesn't have to be somebody with a wheel and a gun. It could be somebody with a mouthpiece. And I won't, I won't say any names, but we all know what happened. Or what didn't happen. That's scary stuff. It's a scary time. Scary, scary, scary. And the only way it's going to change is if we all stand up and we all look at each other and go, Hey, are you a fucking shooter? Because if you are, you're done. Period. This is out of control. It's scary. You can't even drive an Uber car around, or any car around, without the risk of being shot, randomly or on purpose. That's not a way to live. That's not a way to live. You can't live like that. Whether it's on the block, whether it's down the street, everyone should feel like they have some sense of safety during the daytime. And at night, guess what? We know the nefarious things happen at the nighttime. But guess what? You should still be able to walk up and down the street, no matter the time, in a civilized civilization. Period. And all the goons and goblins and all those things that lurk in the night, they can hang out by themselves, of course. But guess what? Somebody's watching, or should be. We have cameras at every corner of every block, of everywhere, and yet we can't get a license plate of a vehicle that was traveling in the same direction of a, of a shooting that just occurred not five minutes ago, the next day. DVR. Overnight surveillance. Figure that one out. I'm fired up. I don't know about you, but I'm upset. I'm angry. It got me wanting to go get a pistol so I can feel safe. Nobody needs no 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 nobody needs a concealed carry in a civilized civilization. What we need is civilization to be civilized. There's no more duels. I'll see you at noon. Well maybe there should be. Hey, you got a beef with me? Let's check out over to the paintball area and see who's got what. Because those damn paintballs hurt, I'll tell you that right now. I've been there. You can solve a lot of problems with some paintballs.
This 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 podcast is, is one of those podcasts going to go. It's going to go over seven minutes. I don't care. It's our motto. But you know what? We're going to bend that today because this is this is this has got to be front and center again. You know, during the Obama administration, shooting after shooting, Bush shooting. How how many shootings we're we gonna go through? How many administrations we're we gonna go through before they get it? Before they realize, hey, 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 maybe we should add some more time to that waiting period. You can't go buy a gun the same day. This guy says, "Oh, I bought the gun the same day." Well, he didn't buy it legally. Couldn't have because it's a waiting period. Unless they changed it. Did they change it? We'll look that up. I doubt it. There's a waiting period. When you purchase a gun, you don't just walk out with the gun and bullets and go shooting up the town. The background check, all these, all these things. Oh, hey, hell, if you want to buy a, 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 a strong rifle, I want to talk to your neighbors about you. I want to talk to your grandma. Call her up. Let, me, let her know I want to do a full interview. Background check. On her too. It's out of control. <sighs> I don't know what you guys think, but uh, feel free to call the show. You can call in. We talk about this thing. Uh, 779-702-3122. Midnight Mini Podcast. Call and we can talk about this stuff any time of the day. Text, that's fine. My numbers are out there. They're all business lines. Available for your use. If you feel like you need to talk, feel like you know somebody, you don't have any information out there about somebody, but you don't want to pass it along, you don't want to be an arc, give it to me. Hell, I'll look them up and pass it along. We're going to do some due diligence. You're going to hold the FBI accountable. How can you be on an FBI list and you're you're a nobody? But you made the list, or you made it, you were you were encountered by and you still have your weapons. They they they, they they'll they'll raid a, a white collar criminal's home for five pieces of paper. Five pieces of paper, let alone a gun, after they realize who you are and what you're doing and what you're trying to do. But they didn't raid his house. They didn't take his guns. His dad took his guns. Remember that? Right here. Right here. Local. Island Park. Trade. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. And what we don't want, what we don't want is come 2023, we have copycats. You know, we're, we're, we're two months away. Come 2023, we don't want uh, uh, another headline shooting, mass shooting, club shooting, uh, hate hate crime shooting. This needs to stop. And I'll leave it at that. I'll leave it at that, folks. I'll leave it at that. Uh, you've got the number. Call in if you'd like to the show. Uh, we will be doing interviews and things like that. Here comes season two, uh, regardless. Uh, that'll be the same call-in number that you call in on. Um... So sit back, relax. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit, a little story that uh, that happened. Uh, 
here with the with one of, one of the writers uh, that that I, I didn't I wasn't ready for actually it's kind of hilarious um, I hell she wasn't even ready for it but it happened um, so I'll tell you what happened in Ubercar uh, recently uh, with this writer uh, after this. Good morning, good morning, good morning. A chat, a chat with Uber. This is a continuation of a conversation uh, that we had. I promised this uh, this little story after uh, a little brief chat about some current events, and we want to talk about uh, uh, something a little bit lighter uh, than than the, than the previous. Um, so here we go. Um, this this is this is a a, a long ride uh, that I was on. Long ride, long ride. Uh, I picked these folks up um, at a local tavern, um, two people, male and a female, and <laughs> first of all, my, my, my first issue is when you, when you pull up to a bar or a tavern or something like that, uh, just go ahead and sit tight because you're going to be waiting for a little while because everybody wants that, that whatever they're doing, their last shot, they call the Uber, but they got plenty of time, right? There's plenty of time. You know, they forget that the Uber is sitting outside waiting for them. Yeah, and, and and it's just not cool. Sometimes it's you're sitting there eight minutes because you don't really want to leave because uh, you, your job is to make money, right? You don't want to just cancel and leave because you're not making money that way. That that's 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 not how you want to do things, you know. Then then you get a bad habit, right? Leaving places after four minutes, you know, or five minutes, whatever the heck that our timer is these days. Uh, can't even can't even recall. Um, you know, or the writer doesn't show up, you know, appropriately. And you, you don't want to leave. You don't want to leave. So you stay. You stick around. They finally, they come out. And they always ask you, Uber for, Uber for me? <laughs> yeah. Uber for you. You called it. <laughs> you called the Uber. Ten minutes ago. Where were you? How was your day? That's what you, that's what you want to say to them. You know, where were you? How, what's going on? I shouldn't let you in the car, but I'm going to let you in anyway, since you're outside. You know, that, that's the vibe you should put out there. But um, you always want to say that, but only in your head, though. You know, customer, customer service first, right? And um, <laughs> they, 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 they're, they're boarding the car. And, and the, one guy, he's a bigger guy. And uh, so he's getting in. And, and, and the female is getting in after. And I'm, st- I'm looking at her, right? I'm looking at her walk towards the car, first of all. She had her head kind of slumped down a little bit. And I was like, oh, Jesus, here we go. You know, <laughs> like, where, what are my signs? I got, I've got three seconds to decide you know, what, what I'm going to do. Keep these doors locked or, or pull off or what? And so I'm watching her. I'm watching her. And, and you know, I can see that she's just not having a great time at all. And he gets in, he slides over, uh, she gets in, and immediately, almost as if the car was hurting her or injuring her in some way, starts crying. I'm talking, as soon as the door slammed, like hysterical crying. And I saw, oh, shit, this is a 20-minute ride. It was, I couldn't even ask if she was okay, it was that loud, it was, it was that bad. I was like, yo, you know, dude, do your job in the back seat. You know, she's a girl. Can you console her some way? And, and he didn't. And he didn't. That was the weird part. So the weird part about it is 
he didn't really, he didn't rub her, her thigh or, or, or cuddle up against her or something like that. Uh, he just sat there. And I was dumbfounded for that. I almost, I almost wanted to get in the back seat and sit with her myself. That's how, that's how bad she was crying. I was like, oh my God. I didn't have any tissues. You know, five-star driver, no tissues. That, that's trouble. You always got to carry some tissues. I usually do. You know, I'd given them out to everybody. I think I had three, three little napkins from lunch or something left over. And I gave her those um, later on in the story. <laughs> and so she's sitting there bawling her eyes out, bawling, bawling, bawling. She's got her glasses on. They're all fogged up. Heck, if I had glasses, uh, my glasses would have been fogged up. That's how, that's how much boo-hooing was going on. And we're sitting in the parking lot. I'm just, I'm just pulling out. So as I pull out on the main road, there comes the sniffling and sniffling. <laughs> what is going on? And finally, she, she, maybe about 10 minutes into the trip, it was, it was a long ride. Uh, uh, about 36 minutes, exact. It was a long ride. And so 10 minutes in, she's still boo-hooing, and, and finally she gets to calming down. And, and I couldn't step in because, you know, what was I to say? Hey, do you mind if I check on your girl? <laughs> no, no, man. It's like, you had, a, you had a whole boyfriend back there to do that. You know, and, and I just left it, you know, kept the music, you know, going. You know, in fact, here's the weird part about it. I was listening to the gospel music. So I had a little Jesus music going. That was amazing, by the way. It was uplifting, spiritual um, it was positive. It had a nice beat to it. You know, there's new age stuff. Um, you know, not your grandma's gospel channel, but, but this new age stuff that's kind of fun. And she says to me, she, ah, she's calm now. She's calm. She's calm. She's calm. And she says to me, she says, can you change the music? <laughs> and I said, the music has been changed for the last 10 minutes in my head. So the music had already been changed when she got in the car, boo-hooing. And I was like, whoa, of course I can. What would you like to listen to? Anything but this. And I was like, you're going to hell. No, just kidding. I, just, I, I, I thought it. No, I'm just kidding. But in my head, I said, you know, this is not your radio. Uh, this is the driver's radio to make, make, make the, the riders happy. Um, but tell you what. What would you like to listen to? And she didn't. She didn't have a station. She didn't have a radio station. Not a request. Uh, nothing. She just said anything but this. And I almost turned the whole damn thing off, um, to, so she can have her time. Um, and, and that probably would have been the best thing to do, um, considering uh, her her circumstance. Now, what happens? She goes to talking after I change the channel, and she says. Thank you. And I said, yeah, no problem. And we go back to silence. And then she says something to her boyfriend, mumbling. And he's like, what, what? And she says, I think somebody put something in my drink. And he didn't know how to respond to that. You know, they, were at a, they were at a tavern. And he says, well, I've only walked away from you for 10 minutes. How could somebody put something in your drink? And I'm looking at, I'm listening to what he just said. I said, huh? I only walked away from you for 10 minutes. How could someone put something in your drink? Well, there's about a 10-minute span in which somebody could put something in your drink. <laughs> if you weren't there for 10 minutes, that means in that 10-minute time frame, somebody slipped her a Mickey 
they did shots and were drinking, and that's how that's what she's trying to explain to you. And so this guy is as dumb as a box of rocks. Um, super nice though, super nice at that moment. I say dumb as a box of rocks. Um, <laughs> finally says, "Well, are you, do you feel okay?" And she's like, "No, I don't feel well at all. I don't feel good. I don't feel good." And she starts to cry a little bit more. And as as she's saying this, I'm thinking, "What does this mean for me? <laughs> How can I help?" One. Step two. What's about to happen? Uh, and step three, what's going to happen after that? Because I already know that if something happens, I'm going to be pissed. And then two, I'm going to have to clean something up. Or three, someone's going to have to get another Uber. And so, gosh, she's like, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. I don't feel good. We come up to a light, a stoplight. We come up to the stoplight. We're jamming to our non-gospel music genre. And she keeps saying, I don't feel good. She says, for sure, somebody slipped something in my drink. She's like, I was just with the girls, and then, you know, there was a couple of guys that came up, and we, we were doing shots together, and or shots and a drink is what they were going for. Uh, he, he went to the bathroom or something, and she says, I'm going to be sick. And, but nobody heard it. I, I didn't hear it. And so she, she starts freaking out. Now, the light had turned green. So the car, I'm about to move the car. There's another car coming way from behind us. She starts freaking out to open the car door on the middle of basically the highway. And she's fumbling, fumbling, fumbling with the door, fumbling with the door, fumbling. Oh, she couldn't get it open because I was in drive. You can't open the door. It's child safety, right? So Nissan has a child safety feature. You can't open the door with your foot on the brake and the car in drive. It will not open. It has to be manually opened by you, or the driver has to pop the lock with the switch. <clears throat> it's the only way it'll open. <clears throat> now, it scared the shit out of me because she was going to make it. I actually locked the lock because I saw what she was doing. I thought she was going to jump out and hurt herself or something it, because she, because the weight all ensued. She was crying. She was blah, 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 blah. She's like, oh, oh, and she's like, no, 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 you know, freaking out. And I said, oh, my God. So I put my arm back real quick. I, I flipped the latch, closed, as to lock the door. And I, and I did. I was able to lock the door, just by sticking my arm. I have long arms. And I stuck my arm back there, and I flipped the thing back, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, what are you doing? What are you doing? And she's finally, she's like, whoa, whoa, I'm going to be sick. I my, my finger automatically, auto-magically went to the open the window on my side. Windows down. Because we couldn't get the door open. Obviously, because I had the car in drive, foot on the brake. And I just locked the latch for keeping for her from getting out onto the highway. <sighs> Freaky thing is, saved her life. Saved her life. The car that was coming from behind us was already at highway speeds. We were stopped. And she was going to go jump, open the car door into the lane of the other car coming. So as I flipped the latch and was rolling down the window, that car went by about 65 miles an hour. She would have been dead. She would have been dead. And the moral of the story on that is you need to listen to what your passengers are talking about 
What are they saying? Because you're going to get some information that might help you or save a life. Because as she's fumbling with the lock, and, and, I'm, and, 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 and I'm thinking, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know where he was. I'm not sure if he was in the car at this point. Because he didn't do anything. It was, it was quite strange. He didn't, he didn't understand what was going on. But I did. I knew that she was about to open that door into a highway and kill us all. You know, I can just see it now. SUV, flare past, 65 miles an hour, clips us, we go into a tailspin, you know, roll over, we're all crushed by the SUV and the car, you know, all the things you can imagine. Could have happened in, in an instant had I not reached my arm back and locked that latch but when she popped it. Now, as exciting as that was, <laughs> watching her throw up for the next eight minutes was so pleasing um, that, that we just had to, we couldn't do anything. We just sat there on the middle of the highway. You know, now the hazard lights are on. We're safe, relatively. And she's just losing it. And, you know, when she was done, I said, hey, are you okay? And she says, yeah, I'm okay. And I said, good. I said, I hope, I said, I hope you feel better. I said, you did good, though. I said, but next time, and then I stopped. Because there wouldn't be a next time. There wouldn't be a next time. Because you, you, it, that, that, that just wouldn't happen normally to any, just, just anybody. But in my head, I was like, oh, next time, you know, don't touch my doors. Is <laughs> what I wanted to say. You know, but that was irrelevant. It was relevant to her. Now she's sick. She's embarrassed. She possibly ingested something. You know, um, you know. I almost offered her to go to the hospital, but I was waiting for for for, for the the other passenger <laughs> to to take lead on that. This is your girlfriend. You know, if you believe her story or not. You know, and, and that's the other part of the story is if somebody's telling you something, you got to believe them. If they're telling you somebody slipped something in their drink, you know, it's a night out, they don't feel like they normally feel after shots or drinking, then something's wrong. A date rape drug. Something's up. And so you have to, you have to take everything with a grain of salt, but, but at the same time, you need to make sure that, that, that people, people's health and safety, um, you know, offer, hey, would you, would you like to go to the hospital? We get your stomach pumped. Save your life, maybe. Well, whatever was in her, she was definitely out of her uh, by that time. And oh my God, not a single drop inside of the car. Um, not a single drop inside the car. It was all outside the car. That was miracle one. Now, I usually keep a couple of towels for cleaning the car. Uh, one in the glove box, one in the trunk. Windex, things like that. And uh, so we were able to, to clean the car, you know, as best we could, you know, off the side or whatever. Didn't have to have an emergency service come out and spray the car down. Um, you know, and it was in the end of the night anyway, so save, 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 save grace from that. Um, you know, and, and afterwards, we were all pretty happy, and, and I, I told him, I said, listen, I'm supposed to charge you for, for this cleaning that, that has to ensue a car wash and things like that. Um, I said, I won't. I said, I'm not going to do that. I said, you guys have gone through enough tonight. And so, you know, we, you know, rinsed, rinsed it down ourselves and did some windexing and, you know, pneumonia, ammonia in it and everything like that. And, and everything was fine. 
<clears throat> but they scared the shit out of me. Um, you know, somebody can open your doors on other cars that doesn't have a child safety feature. Could have been a nightmare. Could have been a nightmare. But but the reason why I bring this up is is talking about safety, and we're talking about. Uh, uh, taking care of yourself and being aware of your surroundings, being aware of what people are doing, being aware of what they're saying. Um, it all goes hand in hand with listening to your riders. Because it, it, they can be in the backseat of your car and they can be the shooter. Telling you how much, how much, how terrible their day was and how, how they hate their boss. And here they are driving, driving to the work to shoot their boss in your Uber car. Because they're not coming back, right? They don't expect to. It's a suicide mission. And so you have to pay attention. Now, she thanked me and I gave her the towel. You know, she was able to wipe down and dry off and all this other stuff. Final, <laughs> final kicker. Again, this is about 36 minutes ride. Uh, the final kicker, she leaves her glasses in the car. So I've got to follow the protocol of returning her glasses <laughs> to her. Uh, the next day, uh, in fact, it was Thanksgiving Day, and I took them anyway, um, because she their eyeglasses, and I, I said, well, if you, if you need your eyeglasses, I'll, I'll bring them out to you, I don't care if it's holiday, you can't see, and so that's what I did, drove about 36 minutes, again, from my house, um, up, to, up to her house, and, and dropped off the glasses, and the guy, the guy tipped me 20 bucks, he didn't have to give me nothing, I wasn't expecting anything, the guy tipped me 20 bucks just for driving out there, uh, cover gas money or whatever, you know, he thought. Um, so that was kind of nice. But more of the story is, again, be safe, be cognizant, be aware, watch out for each other, listen to people, stay focused out there on what you're doing, but at the same time, watch your back, uh, no matter where you're at, whether it's at work or play. And take care. Have a good night. Be well. This has been a chat, a chat with Uber.